0: Welcome to the New Work Revolution Podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the
1: revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, so I wanna welcome everyone back to the New Work Revolution Podcast. And today I've got a special guest. I've got Priest Willis. And Priest does a lot of work in the affiliate marketing space. In fact, he's the director of, for Affiliate Mission. Currently, it's the fastest growing affiliate management startup in North Carolina, which I just happened to be uh, visiting a couple of weeks ago, which was really awesome. And Mm -hmm. Priest has done a lot of different things in the affiliate marketing space. So really awesome to have him on the show and have him be a part of what we're doing. So Priest. Give us uh, give us a little more of a taste of who you are and what you do um, uh, as far as your background.
0: Hey, Brandon, thanks for having me on. I'm honored to be on the show. I think what you have going is really cool. I told you that offline, and I meant every bit of it. Um, so thanks for having me on. Uh, I've, I've been in the affiliate space, as you mentioned, for a very long time, 15-plus uh, years. Um, it's been a natural progression in terms of how I got into affiliate marketing. I initially started on the hardware side of the business. So my father taught me how to build computers. And when I learned how to build computers, I started selling them and drop shipping them as a business and um, just realized that there wasn't as much money as I thought for my time, at least. And, you know, naturally progressed into affiliate marketing, which has proved, uh, you know, relatively profitable, both as an affiliate and as now as an affiliate manager. So, I say relatively because a lot of people, they just want to get to the meat of it and say, tell me you made a million dollars as an affiliate, and I'm going to tell you that I did not. Um, But I did pretty good, and as an affiliate manager, I'm doing better um, since I work for larger companies like Lenovo and so forth and so on. So it's been a good journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. For you, let's, let's just kind of get into some things. We have some things in common. Uh, you have four kids. I have four kids. So, um, you, know, you know, we've got that going. Um, but uh, as far as, you know, what you do now, um, talk to me about your progression. Like w- what was the hardest thing about getting into affiliate marketing or w- why did you decide to do that?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. So you're right, I do have four kids. So that's a, that's a job in itself that yeah. I need to pu- yeah, that's punch a in job on. Right there. It, it is, you know, you know, you know for sure. Um but you know, so basically it started off I I would say, you know, as an entrepreneur essentially, it started off in a sense of desperation. So I needed to kind of supplement my my income. You know, I worked a full-time job and I know there'll be some people out there that argue whether you're an entrepreneur and then all of a sudden doing these side hustles, if you truly are an entrepreneur, and I would say you are. Um, But, you know, I started selling software on eBay and, as I mentioned before, building computers after my father taught me how to build a computer. And, um, you know, earlier than that, you know, I started a website. This is when MindSpring, it was called MindSpring Internet, where it would do the whole sound system of logging on to the Internet. And um, during that time, I I started a website with a friend called Urban Underground, and it was meant to be a forum um, for people to come and talk about different stuff, whether it's tech, whatever they want, sex, so forth and so on. It would be in that forum. And we were an affiliate for Amazon at the time, and Amazon was one of the first adopters of affiliate marketing. There were a couple of other companies out there, but Amazon was the biggest doing it. Well, shortly after that, I left from doing that and I started building computers, but I always remembered in the back of my mind that selling books and other stuff, which is what I was doing on the site, was relatively profitable. So when I got tired of working on computers and building websites for people, which is what I moved into, I said, you know what, the money isn't necessarily in building the computers, the money isn't necessarily in building the websites the money is dealing with other people's widgets and kind of being the conduit between, you know, the merchant and the customer. And, you know, because essentially you would have no overhead. And the only thing that it would cost me from a business perspective is my time. So I knew how to develop websites with HTML. This is really before WordPress started taking off. And I built a couple of niche websites and it did really well for me. You know, I I got involved in some SEO and um, you know, some pay-per-click stuff and all that other good stuff to kind of help support what I wanted to do, but it did really well, and over time, I just decided, you know what, I want to kind of evolve from being the affiliate, and I felt like there would be a little bit more money in managing people's programs, so I would then be working with the affiliate. So i worked with companies like Oneable.com, which is a subscription box company, Literally starting them from ground zero and building it up to a, a million dollar business or part of a million dollar, multi million dollar business. BuyCostumes.com, which was a hundred plus million dollar business. Lenovo, which is a nine billion dollar business. All these other large companies, I felt like there was more money in being on the management side. And frankly, I've been pretty successful at it and ultimately. Um, moved into starting my own management company. So rather than being an affiliate manager sitting in the company and being their affiliate manager, kind of getting paid by their paycheck, I would kind of set my own directives as a business and look for my own uh, partners to work with. So we hired a business development team uh, to go out and find opportunities for us and kind of grew from there with Wannable being one of our first partners.
1: So, Priest... You work for other people, you're successful, it's going well, you have a family, you have kids, (laughs) you decide to start a business. And I talk to a lot of people who don't move forward with a business idea or a passion of theirs because they're worried about the safety and security of the paycheck that they're getting on a bi-weekly, monthly, weekly basis, whatever it is. How did you overcome that?
0: Yeah, really good question, Brandon. So I think um, you know, I had a conversation with a, a a friend of mine. His name is Damon Brown. He actually started the app, Cuddler app, and when he and that was that's since been acquired and he's done other other things like speak at Ted, and I'm not just name dropping here. He's actually one of the first people that I ever heard say the term bite size entrepreneur. And what that means is People who work full-time jobs or have other things like children and so forth and so on going on in their life but still creating, uh, whether it's apps or some business or some opportunity for themselves outside of those other, I won't even call them distractions, but those other things that you have going on. And so I think ultimately what happens, Brandon, what a lot of people is they tend to get paralyzed with how much they think they have to be for the business. You know, whether you think you have to be an accountant or the janitor or the one guy behind the counter or the one guy, you know, building the website and then also being your biz dev person, whatever it is, I would say, you know, initially when you launch out, take baby steps with it and slowly begin to build. And that's exactly what I've done. So when I first launched the business, I launched it with Wantable.com. Of course, there was, you know, you can make a few thousand dollars in being an outsourced program manager is what they call it for an affiliate manager in my position. And typically what you can do from there is build from inside out. So, you know, I just kind of went over to the Philippines and started working with a couple of different VCs. Um, um, you know, these would be different people that could kind of help me or, or uh, virtual assistants, as we call them. Um, And just kind of build from there people that could help me do some more mundane tactical stuff while keeping a full-time job. So, you know, my thought, Brandon, is that people are just completely paralyzed by the idea of having to leave the full-time job and then all of a sudden launch themselves out in a position that is risky and unknown. And I would say you don't have to. Figure out and map out a way to do it so that you can keep your full-time job. I call it hacking your full-time job. Figure out a way to hack your full-time job by creating this environment around you as, you know, a support team, if you will, finding the uh, virtual assistants and so forth and so on.
1: Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is, make make a nice side play for yourself. The one thing when you're working a full-time job that you don't have an overabundance of is time. So yep. you bought time in a in an inexpensive way overseas with VAs and different people like that to help you get that side gig up and running and get it to a viable space so that you could make that transition be a lot smoother.
0: Spot on, my man. Spot okay. on. And, I'm, and, I mean, that's, that's kind of the best way you can do it because, like you said, time is – your most valuable asset. So when you look at your business and all the things you have to do, the thing that crushes your spirit a lot of times is I don't have time for all this. Well, figure out a way how to ramp up your business, do what you can do on the side, but ultimately start already looking on the horizon on what you can outsource that makes sense for you. So one, you could be more flexible. And obviously when I say hacking your job, Brandon, by the way, I don't mean slacking at your job. I don't mean pulling out a separate laptop at your in your corporate office and doing something for the company. I'm not talking about taking this uh, a, a messy way. I'm really, you know, wanting people to feel empowered in and approach it more strategically as you look for other support to help you build out your side business.
1: Gotcha. All right. Very cool. Very cool. So let's get into your skills, your talents, your gifts. I hear this all the time when I do workshops and I talk to people and they say, Brandon, I don't really know what I should do or how to move forward. I don't really know what I'm good at. Let me ask you first, Priest, what are you good at? And then secondarily, how did you uncover that or discover what you do at a high level?
0: Really good question again, Brandon. You hit me with some good ones. So I would say, you know, my best gift, I believe, and I've heard this from others, is that, you know, I'm kind of a, a networker. I love to connect with people, and you know, I call the business Network Capital LLC, my business that is, a Network Capital LLC because the capital is in networking the capital, the money that is, is in the relationships that you build with other people and the connections and the bridge building that you you do with other people. And I think I found that gift early on, just the ability to be able to talk to different groups of people and, and not necessarily have a a prejudice, if you will, on, you know, what people were thinking about me or, you know, what they were considering. And I think that's where a lot of people's hesitations are with trying to reach out to other people. In some cases, they don't feel like they're good enough or I don't feel like I'm at the level of this person to even reach out. Sometimes you got to throw caution to the wind and just reach out and build opportunities for yourself, um, you know, and so I, I think that's been my best gift to date. Um, obviously, you know we talked about it early, earlier. I have technical skills. I can build websites. I can do, you know, search engine optimization and some other marketing tactics. But ultimately, I think what's been most successful for me is the relationships that I've established, both in my career and separately with other people like yourself.
1: Gotcha. Um, so, Affiliate Mission, how long has Affiliate Mission existed?
0: So, Affiliate Mission has been in place now for four years. Um, and we are an LLC in, uh, registered in Charlotte, North Carolina. You mentioned that earlier. It's God's country. There you go. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we've been around for four years. We've built up to a 13 member team. Um, again, just as I, you know, told the listeners earlier, I started off with outsource support and then I looked around in the Raleigh Durham area, which is where I'm located and even if people didn't have the experience, I was willing to train, which ultimately meant that I would pay a little bit less because there was a trade-off there, and so when those people would start working and supporting me, I was working full-time at Lenovo and just kind of building the business from there, and so we've been kicking and moving along for four years, and things have been great. We've just been building up more and more with more companies to manage. We've turn some away. We don't work with companies like esay companies or porn obviously in other areas, but uh, we've met a lot of great entrepreneurs doing really cool things, selling great cool widgets. Um, so it's been a it's been a good thing for us.
1: Okay. So 4 years ago you start affiliate mission and you launched that business. What have you learned about yourself? Between when you started affiliate mission and where you're at today, what were the biggest give me the biggest one or two insights you've learned about yourself
0: well i'm I'm a lot more persistent and and obviously first of all having you know four children um you know from the time that I look at my first child to this fourth child, but mostly in the past four years, I realize how patient I've become because look when you're when you're growing a business. Uh, you're going to have to get used to some no's and maybe you know some doubt and some other things will kick in. And, so, and I've said this to other people too, but I think patience and persistence have been one of the key things and key areas that along with networking, I believe that I'm sharpening every day. You're just in some ways you're getting used to things not necessarily happening the way you initially planned them out or connections that you initially established aren't working the way that you thought they would. But as long as you're persistent, I found that you know here's here's one thing that I really want to sh- I just shared this with my wife Brandon and I'm going to I'm going to share it with you and the listeners. So, when you look back um yesterday, you you can feel like a complete failure. You've reached out to 20 people on Twitter or or you know, you've done something that you wanted to move your business ahead and it didn't quite work out and from day to day you can get down on yourself, but if I take a step back and look at 4 years, of business building, I realized that I've really, really come a long ways, not only financially in the business, but just internally within myself to be able to absorb some of those no's and some of the things not happening the way you want to. So that's why, you know, when I look at it as a whole, I say, man, patience and persistence have been absolute key for me in growing this business, working with my employees and just moving forward.
1: That's great. I really like that. Who do you go to or what do you use to help you gain that perspective so that if I have a week or a month or maybe even three months or six months that don't turn out the way I want them to, but the body of work is still excellent, what do you use for perspective to keep you uh, seeing that bigger picture?
0: You know, I My wife has been with me since the very beginning. Uh, We've been together for 21 years, and um, certainly my family brings perspective because, you know, I hate this word or this saying, but I'm going to say it. At the end of the day, um, you know, that's what kind of really matters is family, right? So we're selling these widgets. You know, for example, I have a, a client that sells camel milk. And, you know, sure, you can run into issues and trouble, but when you really put it in perspective, you're like, look, I just sell camel milk. It's not like I'm curing cancer here, right? right? So you 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 begin to put things in perspective on what's really important. And I do take the time to unplug, go for 2-mile walks in the trails out here in Raleigh. Um I have mentors, you know, men that have come up in the business that I kind of, you know, look to to add some sense of inspiration i don't go run into them and saying hey i had a bad day please tell me something powerful um but you know just in our conversations every now and then they'll drop something that you can store either for the future or that you can use because of what you just experienced i also have you know a spiritual outlet so you know there's parts of me that are extremely spiritual um Where, you know, for me personally, this is me personally, where I believe that, you know, God is my source. So I'm just I'm constantly looking and and leaning on him. And just all of these things have created this circle for me that has just kept me going, which has helped with that persistence and patience that I talked about earlier.
1: Nice. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So affiliate mission, starting from your idea, your your viewpoint on how you want to affect the world to being a 13-person team, you know, creating big results for companies that you're working with. Uh, what do you feel like are the keys to, to the success of the company and your success? What are the things that uh, you guys do to ensure that you're successful as much as you can be every day?
0: Well, so so as the as the leader, if you will, of of the group, I think the most successful thing that I could do from my perspective is empower my employees. And so I believe wholeheartedly in supporting these guys and making sure that they're getting the training, they're getting the time to talk with me um, and that I'm talking with them even outside of the business itself. Uh, because ultimately, when things do begin to go wrong, you want to be able to lean back on them, and for them to pour that back into you. So even when you're not feeling your best, you know all of that stuff that you've put into your employees, they'll push it back to you. I mean, people will work harder for you if they know you're for them. That's one aspect of it, but you know, I think the the other part to it is that. We built this business on not just being a standard agency, right? Our our focus, the mission in affiliate mission, is we really do want to leave a footprint in the world. So I read a book by uh, Blake McCoskey, uh, who started Tom Shoes, called Start Something That Matters. And he just talked about building businesses that kind of had an emphasis around helping other people. And so that's where Affiliate Mission comes in at, the mission in Affiliate Mission that is, is that we don't want to be just another agency. We wanted to take a portion of our profits and give it back to our client's charity of choice. So for example, Wisconsin-based companies that we work with, they want to be able to do something for Ronald McDonald House. They don't have a mechanism internally to be able to do any charitable giving. So we say, you know what, we believe so much in giving back. That you've paid us X dollars and within that profit, we're going to give 3 to 5% back in what you believe in. So we're going to support you. So it was a different angle for our business. So, and, and I always tell people, look, I'd rather much be a 700000 thousandaire rather than a millionaire. Meaning if it's just 300000 that's going to separate me uh, between being a millionaire for the sake of saying I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to now be a $700,000. I'm going to do it every time because I feel like this – kind of conscious capitalism approach will be beneficial, not only for the business, but for my legacy, for the business legacy, for the employees that work with us. It'll be beneficial for our legacy overall in the long run.
1: Yeah, love it. I love it. That's great. That's really awesome. So um, besides the, the social mission piece and, and the donations, um, how do you guys look to set your company apart from everyone else who's playing in the affiliate space?
0: Yeah. So that that's a really good question, because at the heart of it, you know, most of the the companies could care less about kind of your social mission in some aspect. Right. They're like, yeah, that's a feel good story. But what are you going to do for us on the bottom line? And I think with my experience of being in the business for 15 years and it shows because we are the fastest growing affiliate management service in North Carolina and we have others trust and believe it. But there are others all over the place. Um You know, at the heart of it has been our performance so we 've taken companies that have struggled uh whether they were with other partners or they try to do it themselves internally we 've been able to take it and turn around because of the relationships that we 've established over the years. And so one of my the major benefits that I have on a personal level is that, you know, I know a lot of people in the industry and goes back to that networking piece that I talked about earlier and having relationships and sort of a trusted name, if you will, has spilled over into the business, which has been able to create great success for our business because affiliate marketing at the heart of it is a relationship based business. You have to build bridges and networks with other people, both on behalf of the affiliate, but more importantly, on behalf of the merchant that you're working for. Um, So results has been the biggest piece of what we've been able to offer. And again, I think relationships and networking that I talked about earlier has proved that out. So. That's been kind of the major piece for us. And I think as we go along, we'll add other pieces to it. But, Brandon, one other point that I wanted to bring up, what I've watched over the years, and this isn't necessarily a knock on them. um, This is just kind of our approach. We've noticed that other affiliate management companies are evolving into, like, overall digital marketing services. So they'll plug in search engine marketing. They'll plug in search engine optimization, they'll plug in all these different components, email marketing. But what I found is you you begin to spread the team and sometimes your business even thinner. So the approach that we've taken is, look, what we do is affiliate marketing management. We do it the best and we'll stick with what we do with the best and we won't start plugging in these other components because we can't. We'll just stick with what we know. And trust me when I tell you, we've had clients ask us, hey, won't you just – can't you just run some, you know, pay-per-click ads for us because, you know, you're here, we're here. It just makes it easier rather than us going out and trying to vet other people. And we just won't do it just because it's not what we do. And we could, we have the, the resources, but we don't because it'll take our eye off the ball. So our focus in networking has been key to, to our success.
1: Mm. I love that. Staying true to to what you guys do and what got you there. And And I love the relationship capital piece as well. I think that's so important to being successful is building that relationship capital and creating value for others. That's awesome. So Mm a couple more things here as we wrap up. So Priest, what is your best piece of of business advice that you would give uh, any business owner?
0: So, you know, there's a there's a great saying out uh, by Albert Einstein that says we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. And uh, I think that sums up a lot, because a lot of times what we do as entrepreneurs is we find ourselves running into the exact same kind of thinking that created the problem to begin with. So, you know, what I would say is and this is what I've done myself is. Sometimes you have to step outside of the way you would typically think about that problem and see it from either other perspectives or find other ways of trying to solve your problems. Because, again, um, Brandon, you know, the logical step is I don't feel like going out to get outsourcing priests because, you know, I don't either have the money or I don't have the know how or whatever it is. That's how you would approach it. But now, Take another tactic and think about it a different way or consider something different than the way you normally would. And typically, you're going to be able to resolve your problems if you do that. But if you constantly run into yourself and run into your same answers, you're going to find yourself having the exact same problems over and over. And I don't think your business will grow with that thought process.
1: Love it. All right. Awesome. So, Priest, tell the listeners if they want to learn more about what you're doing, if they've got... Uh, a product that maybe they need affiliate marketing help with? Um, how do they get in touch with you? Where where are all the places that uh, someone can connect with you online?
0: Yeah, thanks, Brandon. So you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Priest Willis. Uh, you can reach us out at Affiliate Mission on Twitter. Otherwise, the easiest way is to come out to com. Uh, just contact us right there on the contact page. You can email hello at com. That's affiliatemissio dot affiliatemission.com, and somebody will definitely uh, reach out to you. We also have free resources that we can share with you and infographs and other stuff to kind of help you along if you don't even understand what affiliate marketing is. So our our goal is to absolutely educate people, so definitely reach out.
1: Awesome. Well, hey, Priest, I love what you guys are doing. I love how you're doing it. Congratulations on Affiliate Mission and everything that you're doing there. Uh, Really awesome, and I I thank you for sharing your story with my listeners today.
0: Brandon, it's been a pleasure. Great questions. I really appreciate it.
1: All right, so check out uh, Affiliate Mission. Check out Priest Willis on Twitter, Affiliate Mission on Twitter. Uh, Check out what they're up to. And if you like the show, if you felt like it was helpful or you know someone who this would be helpful for, please share it, like it in iTunes, and, uh, and let me know at NewWorkRevolution.com what you thought about the show as well. So for Priest Willis, this is Brandon Allen, New Work Revolution podcast. I am signing off.
0: Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.